Welcome back to the Oz American Aces NFL podcast, our weekly NFL podcast, bringing all you Oz Americans the latest and greatest in the world of NFL. This week, we have the sub, the many sub. We've got Adji Trelaw off the pine once again, our man Rat. He's into labor um, and he should be having a baby any minute. So we wish him and Georgia all the best. But uh, as he goes out, in comes Adzi Trelaw, the king. He should be the host of this show because he's that good at it. Mate, welcome back. Thanks, mate. Uh, super sub. He's filling in again. But um, as I've said, I, uh, I love jumping on. Uh, it's good to be back again. Week 14, what a massive week we've got. Oh, week 14. There's plenty to talk about. Let's start off the top. We've got two buy- teams on buy for this week, Arizona Cardinals and Washington Commanders. I was just saying to you off air, they can stay on by because they are horrific <laughs> at the moment. I just, you know, there's not much going on there. I think Terry McLaurin's just killing us. I think if anyone should get a trade to the Chiefs, it should be Terry, even though he's a, a leader of that franchise. Can you imagine if he linked up with like a Patrick Mahomes? Because at the moment, he's just getting wasted down at Washington. Mate, that's been his biggest issue, I believe, in the um, NFL is not having a secure quarterback who actually gives him good play. So imagine if he actually linked up with a gun quarterback. It'd be unbelievable. He looks like the type of guy that's a real team man and someone you want in the locker room. Like, you know, someone that's going to be there, a real loyal kind of guy. But you know what the NFL's like? A new coach will come in and just cut all these. Like, I feel like if he went to the Chiefs, it would be so good for him and for fantasy. Um, Also, some talking points from the week. I just wrote down one point, upsets and injuries. I couldn't believe last week. We're going to talk about a lot of the games, but there was just so many upsets, I thought. And when I say upsets, I'm probably talking and leaning more towards the last uh, last two games where Mm -hmm. the Chiefs got done by the Packers and the the Bengals got, got the chocolates over the Jags. And I know Trevor Lawrence went down and Kirk went down, but that was... One of the most impressive performances you'll see from a quarterback this year. Uh, Jake Browning went 32 of 37, and he mm. went 354 with one tutty, no interceptions. He was unbelievable. And it's like there's actually a pulse for the uh, for the Bengals now. They, 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 they might be a chance to make it now that the Steelers are just flopping. It's crazy. Oh, mate, that's you nailed it right there, Tommy. I think... The fa- I, I thought going into this, that game in particular, if the Bengals still think that they have a pulse, they have to somehow win that game. Because you look on the offensive side with Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase is finally looking, um, you know, a lot more healthier than he did earlier. Uh, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, these guys, they've got absolute weapons on offense. And the fact that Browning was able to play the way he did was incredible. So though that win, mate, was an unbelievable game to watch. I thoroughly enjoyed watching that game. Crazy, mate. Crazy. Well, we'll get stuck into it. Let's just talk about Thursday night football. I don't know about you, but I had a little play on that game and it was <laughs> it was all over at Red Rover by half time. I I took under 45, I think it was ads, and I took Steelers to win. Um, I actually took Robinson for a catch because I did a lot of research. They used to link up at the Bears and I, and he and he and he his line was like 10 and a half. Funny story, he got the last catch for 22, so like a salute there. But <laughs> I took Warren because Najee Harris apparently on all my podcasts had a sore knee going into the game. And, mate, 
Warren didn't get a look in. They, <laughs> they wouldn't even give him the ball. Like it was first and goal, and they're doing trick plays with tight end jet sweep to tight end throw, nearly pick six. I go, what? What are they doing? It's like the offensive coordinator had money on the bloody other team. I, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I go, what is going on up there? Oh, mate, it was one of those games. It was just a massive eye roll. I think everyone would have lost money on it. Um, from a fantasy perspective, I just could not believe the Steelers' defense put up four when they've been the top four defense all year, playing against the worst offense all year. So that was probably the most frustrating thing for me. Oh, mate, it's a, it's a cruel game. We should review our bets last week. I think we, uh, we, we've been putting up our bet individual and obviously saying take the multi if you want it. Um, so we'll just review them before we move on and then give a little fantasy update. But I took the Chargers to win, which they did. George Pickens, 50 yards, which I think he had 80 for $2 tick. Mm-hmm. I took Gardner Minshew for two passing TDs. He got one in overtime. He had a great game, $2.25 tick. I took Tyreek Hill over 105. He had that at halftime. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> take him over every week. And then where I went wrong was Juwan Johnson, 2.5 receptions. He had three drops in the first quarter, and then they <laughs> subbed him out and made. Then they gave um, they gave Jimmy Graham goal line. And he caught the touchdown, <laughs> and it probably cost me my whole fantasy thing because I dropped. Pitts, because me and Dion said we need to get some points this week. And we thought Juwan Johnson would play wide receiver because a lot of the receivers were injured at the Saints. He had mm. three drops in the first, I think it was the first like three plays. No, sorry, three drives. And it was like they just said, we're not throwing him the ball anymore. <laughs> and he got zero. And then obviously my last one I missed was ETN. I took him for yards, not for touchdown. He had a touchdown, but didn't get the 70. And then Rats ones were... Um, he had Zach Moss over. I don't think he did. But the ones he won on was Tyreek Hill as well, Rashad White anytime, and ETN anytime. And I think he missed on his other two. So we'll have to get you to put yours up this week. We're striking quite hot. Every week we've been um we've been nailing these two buckers and then saying take him individually. And if you got the multi, you'll you'll be ready to go. But yeah, it's it was uh it was a tough week last week, actually. I didn't really like anything. I didn't like anything except for a couple. Um, so yeah, very good. Right, as well. Let's um let's just talk about our fantasy league quickly. I know if everyone's in fantasy. We're in our last week. Uh, and this week I've never mm, seen a big week. So tight. We've got we've got the we've got our whole top five sewn up because the points four, but which is yep. you, by the way. Congratulations. You I don't think Thank you you, can, mate. you guys can't be knocked out, even though you're on seven and six. You you, you points four is so good that you're gonna be locked in uh i believe but yes we are there's six i think there's five teams playing for the sixth spot which and i reckon every every team in our league can uh can take the whole thing so i we missed out last week this is a bad beat we missed out last week by six points because three players combined for one point and 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 going into that Thursday night game, we had Mixon and Jamar Chase. And I couldn't believe what I was seeing. They put up like 60 between them and we needed that last touchdown. Do you remember when Browning yep. uh, was on the one-yard line and they rushed it with Mixon and then the next play he did a QB sneak? Absolutely, I remember. because I remember. Oh, my mix- God. If they, if they give that to mate. Oh, mate, if that give, I just can't believe Mixon doesn't get the ball there. <laughs> so I, I, anyway, it, it, it was like I was screaming. I was like as greedy as you know, another seven points would have been. Would have got the win. So, oh, fantasy out there. If you if you if you're hurting like me, I feel your pain. I think we're going to come seventh. But uh, anyway, let's jump into the games, mate, because there's a heap to get through this week. As I said, I'm just going to buy. 
Let's really fly through these. If we like something, ads, let's talk about it. Let's start. Yep. Buccaneers five and seven, taking on the Falcons six and six. Falcons defense has been good. Bucks defense um, in the on the run is very good. Looking forward to this one. I reckon in the past the Falcons have always had the Bucks measure, even when like Tom Brady was there. What do you think happens in this one? Um, yeah, it's a, for me. It's quite simple when I look at the Falcons. Whenever they come up against the like a, a, a under five hundred team, they always just seem to win off the back of their defense. So for me, it's simple. For me, it's simple. Buccaneers five and seven. They've been playing okay, but I think <clears throat> Falcons just seem to be able to get it done against those under five hundred teams. Um, from a player perspective, I I've just been loving Mike Evans this season. He just continues to impress. He's had another thousand yard season with a different quarterback again, which has just been incredible. So. I think Falcons win, um, and I love just watching Mike Evans. Yeah, love it, mate. I've actually, I might, my probably player that I'm looking at this game is London. I think he had a really quiet game last week because he played against uh, that you know New York Jets Source Gardener type defense. But he yep. is a player that I expect to get you know your six seven targets, uh, and he only came off an eight yarder, so he's got that. I think 50 yards, I might put him in for one of maybe 40 yards. I'll see what his line is. But he's a player that I really like um, for a prop bet this week just because that Buccaneers run D is really good. And I tell you, if you've got Rashad White in your in your fantasy, you'd be a very happy man. I know Rats, uh, you know, not here with us right now, but I'm pretty sure he traded Purdy and White for Eckler. And it goes down as probably one of the stinkiest <laughs> I've seen, and he did it two weeks ago when there was no need to do it. And if he didn't do it, he's probably playing finals and he's probably mm-hmm. number one contender because Purdy mm-hmm. is putting up 35 and White, his last, I don't think his last four weeks, last five weeks, he's had over 13 every week and um, he's had a touchdown in pretty much four. He's had a touchdown every game bar every one game. last five. Yeah, so he's just been really impressive. So keep your eyes on him. Who do you think wins that one, man? Uh, I think the Falcons, as I said, it's simple analogy for me. If the opposition team's under 500, I know it's silly, but they just seem to win it every single time. So I'm tipping the Falcons. Well said. I might go Falcons as well. Next team, the Rams taking on the Ravens. Rams 6-6, six and six, making a little mm. bit of a late go at it. And then the Ravens 9-3, and three, coming off a by really uh, ugly win against the Chargers, I thought, last start. Uh, but the defense was enormous. I, yep. I would expect them to get going here. What I don't like is Puka Nakua. He is rumoured to be pretty banged up at the moment, and he's coming off one of those 105 games, but he did have one play that was like a 70-yard touchdown. So I just think if you're out there, I'm not very good on the unders, but what I won't be doing is taking him in a proppy. Uh, I'm turning all my attention to a man called Keaton Mitchell. I reckon that after the bye... They always look for opportunity. And his four-game stretch was 138 rushing touchdown, 34 rushing touchdown with 32 receiving yards. The next game, he only had 33 rushing yards and eight receiving yards. But then the last game, he had 64 of just nine attempts. And he's had no, he's never had more than 10 attempts or two um targets. So he just he's explosive. I reckon he's a guy that I reckon they're going to get him in, get him in a few more plays, and let Gus Edwards kind of pound the rock near the goal line as the main man. So, yeah, that's all I really have my attention to. What What do you think? Uh, I like it. I like it, Tommy. I think um, it's it's good that the Rams are 
showing some fight, if you want to call it, because it's only been two years since they've won a Super Bowl. But um, uh, it's nice to see. I think their offense is clicking. Their defense has clearly been a little bit better. But I think this matchup is going to be extremely hard for them. I think the Ravens are one of the informed teams of the comp. I know you love your Raven boys. Um, and for me, in this uh, in this matchup, for an overs, I like Isaiah Likely. Reason is is because I know Lamar Jackson loves throwing to his tight end, and I know Mark Andrews obviously out, and Likely starting to look a little bit more comfortable the last couple of weeks prior to the bye. So um, for me, it'd be Likely uh, to have a good game and the Ravens to be too good. Yeah, like it. I must say that Rams do have um, great run D, so I wouldn't be surprised if that Keaton Mitchell call I'm talking about is in the passing game, just to clear that up. Really like your point with Likely. Uh, they've got good chemistry as well. He ain't just a random. Like, they've played together mm. before, and he gets a green light matchup on our app here. So, well said, Adzi. Um, Ravens for me. Righto, Lions, 9-3, and three, taking on the Bears, 4-8. and eight. Now, let's just talk about the Lions quickly last week. They went out to a 21-0 lead whilst my man Juwan Johnson was stinking it up. I think <laughs> they got a little pick. They got a little pick. I don't know if it was a pick six or a pick. I can't remember, but he popped one up in the air and there goes the fantasy. Um, and then the Saints come back. So you'd yeah. think they wouldn't be very happy with last week. You know when you win a game of footy and you, you review it like a loss because it was so yeah. bad late? I reckon they would have reviewed that. And then they come like they come up against the Bears who couldn't couldn't score if their life depended on it. I mean, their their last game <laughs> against Minnesota, what they had five picks, they still couldn't score. You'd think the Lions get this one, but I kind of reckon this could be a high scoring game. What do you like? Yeah, I, mate, the Detroit Lions for what for being a nine and three team, they seem to give up a lot of points. And you're right, they always get out to a good lead and then allow opposition to score. And I'm not sure if you remember, but a couple of weeks ago, these two teams actually matched up and. Detroit actually scored two touchdowns with, I think, oh, within the last six minutes of the game to actually steal the game. So I actually agree with you in saying it's going to be, I believe it'll be a high-scoring game. Um, Justin Fields always seems to play better as the year gets going. So from a from a, um, from a a props fantasy point of view, I actually like his rushing yards. I think he's going to run the heck out of the ball because I don't think Detroit's defense as a whole is good first and foremost. They've just been leaking too much. And I think they allow a little bit in the run game. So I would love Justin Fields over. I reckon he's going to get a lot of play action looks and yeah, just run the heck out of the ball. Mate, just while you're saying that, it's pretty crazy. He's his last four games, 57 rushing yards, 46 rushing yards. Then he had four weeks off with injury, then 104 rushing yards and then 59 so he's rushing a lot, isn't he? Um, mm-hmm. And then that passing, he's never – like he, he kind of had a couple of weeks there in week four and five before he got injured that he was getting 280 and 335. But, yeah, he's been back to his old ways as of late. Mate, the one that I'm, I, I'm convinced now – I had a little prop bet on Gibbs for a touchdown last week and watching, watching that game – he did this massive run. I think it was early. And it was like the ball was on the goal line. And it was his first run. So, you know, when you come off and you just do a quick series and you come, mate, he did this big run and Monty just come on and he just come off. So that tells me <laughs> no matter no matter how good his run could be, they have a genuine, like Monty gets goal on every single time. And you go through the numbers and the numbers do not lie. Monty has rushed a touchdown in every game he's played, except for week six when he got injured early in that game. And he come off, and that's when Gibbs mm-hmm. went on that. Remember when Gibbs had a little patch there? Yeah, where yeah, yeah. 
crazy. And Chicago's a green light. So if I'm going to touch anything, I'll look at fields for those yards that you mentioned. But the, the main one here is Monty TD because this game is big. Like they need to keep winning. They want that. They want that one seed, even though like they might not get it. But there's a there's an opportunity there where they might be able to sneak the one seed if someone can knock off San Fran and you know Dallas and Philly are playing each other this week. If Dallas wins that, then Philly comes back down a notch, and all of a sudden it's tight again. So it's crazy what's going on in the NFC. I, I'm gonna um yeah, I'm just gonna look at Monty here for a touchdown. I, I'm sure he's a dollar eighty, and you just you just sit there hold <laughs> on because it happens every week, mate. And there should be some points in this one. The Lions for me. Righto, the Colts, the Colts taking on the Bengals. Seven and five, the Colts. Got the chocolates in the overtime, like I said. Wasn't that impressive against the Titans, but they were good. Um, they did kind of come back. I thought they were, they 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 fought hard, considering Derrick Henry had two touchdowns and 80 yards at halftime. Then the Bengals, six and six, off last week's performance against the Jags, who aren't, aren't any mugs on defense. Mm. This, one's at the, this one's at the Bengals as well, I believe. Yeah, it is. It's, I'm looking at it now. It's a, it's a tough one because the Colts' defense has actually been really good all year. Like I think, um, as a whole, from even just fantasy numbers, they're I think the number one ranked defense. Like they've been a really good defense all year. And as we touched on earlier, Bengals, um, I, I feel like they're firing a lot on offensively in all cylinders. So I feel like it's going to be a really exciting game for what it's worth. Um, from a from a who wins point of view, I think with the 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 excitement of the win that the Bengals have just had, I reckon they can carry that on um, into this game in, in being obviously another home game. Um, and as I said earlier, I love how I feel like Jamar Chase and Browning are building this nice connection. I think they had that seventy yard touchdown um, just gone by, and and I loved it. And I feel like Jamar Chase is really starting to click and and look like that you know, number one option that he has been for a while now for the last couple of years. So I I really like I really like Jamar Chase in this. Really like Jamar Chase and I really like Joe Mixon touchdown as well. So I'd actually have a little little play where there's maybe a couple in this game. Um because I from you know the way the Bengals have been playing offensively. But yeah, from a um from an excitement point of view, I think it's going to be a really good game. Love it. I'm actually turning my attention to the other side of the ball. I think Ooh, the Bengals have like been it. giving up a heap of um rush touchdowns and yards and last week they were good etn was a little bit banged up but i thought that the game script wasn't allowing teams just to bash the ball and run it because it was so tight there was a lot of lead you know there was a lot of um lead changes and it was just a great game of footy last week like it was prime time as good as you can get you know if, mm. if you just didn't think that if browning had a show that performance the week before you would have watched that going oh anyone can win but just didn't think that he had had that in him a bit like zappy just out of nowhere um, Zach Moss, he is, he has a perfect matchup here. And as I said, Cincinnati, I think I've said this on the podcast a few weeks ago. That's why I really liked ETN last week, which I took him for yards. I should have taken him for a touchdown, but they, they give up touchdowns to running backs every week, the Bengals. So I'm taking Zach Moss just because he hasn't got that, you know, there's no Jonathan Taylor there. There's, it's not like Gibbs and Montgomery where you're guessing who's it going to be. This is a Zach Moss touchdown um, game for mine. I'm hoping that Gardner Minshew does not steal it because he has rushed a couple. Um, he rushed one uh, against Tampa Bay a week or so ago. Uh, so I, I I really, really like Moss for a touchdown in this one. And and the player that you should be looking at as well for value 
is probably Higgins. I reckon T Higgins now, he's come off that little break. Um, he only had 36 yards, but he caught all, all these passes. He played 78% of snaps, so he's running around. He, he's going to have to get going. They can't just throw the ball to Jamar Chase every time like they did last week. I think he had 12 targets for 11, 11 catches, and I reckon he had six catches in the first half where they were going for like one yard, and then he had some explosive plays. So um, T Higgins will be one I'll be looking at. But, yeah, Moss TD and a few yards, mate. I would be very, very surprised if he doesn't get going. I'm going to tip – who are you tipping in this one, actually? Well, based of how they're going to carry a bit of form, and I'm actually going the Bengals. I really, I'm going Bengals at home. I think they'll be um, riding the wave of of Browning's performance, and and they're really starting to click offensively for me. The real hard one, seven and five, six and six. Bengals at home. It yeah, is hard. I have to lean Bengals as well. I wouldn't be taking. I wouldn't be uh, you know committing to it. But it's a big game. Far out. They win that. They, they're, yeah, it's, it's they're right in the hunt. Righto, let's move on. We've got another big game. The Jags eight and four taking on the Browns seven and five. This one's massive. Because if the Jags drop huge, the Browns drop big for the for the Bengals. You know they can afford to probably lose one um, more than they thought. It, it's just getting to the business end here, and uh, this is devastating news out of out of the camp. You know, I don't know about you, mate, but I got Kirk in one of my leagues. He was my <laughs> best, he was my best bet on prime time, um, and he's just gone down. Like you just don't see that, do you? From a like a groin. No. Like it wasn't even like he ch- changed direction. I don't know. Anyway, it, it looked nasty, and everyone was like, "Oh, is he going to come back on?" You just know he's not coming back on, and that looks serious. I hope he's all right. He's one of my favorite slot receivers. I, I think every week I love watching him play, and then you see Lawrence go down. I'm oh my god, how many quarterbacks are we going to lose this year? I feel like we've lost oh, ten superstars. You know, like it's just hard yeah, to. Mate. It's, oh, it's, mate, look look, look at the Browns starting QB as we speak. Joe Flacco. I know, I know. And that's what I mean. So this week we get we get Flacco v, um, well, what are they saying? It says Trevor Lawrence is questionable. So like maybe he's a chance. But if he doesn't play, we're going to go back to Beathard. Big Beathy. <laughs> I mean, come on. Big Beathy versus Flacco. Like, what are we doing? No one wants an eight and four, seven and five, BTV Flacco. But... Mate, surely there's more quarterback. Like, surely can't. I reckon you bring back Cam Newton. I, I wouldn't even mind seeing what's the bloke that had the campaign with the frizzy hair? Oh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, bring him back. If you're going to bring back a Flacco and play these blokes, he's got to be better than Beefy, doesn't he? Oh, you, <laughs> you think so? You reckon his teammates are calling him Beefy? Oh, I don't know. I think Beathy actually was all right. I'm being a bit disrespectful. When he came on, he, he did enough to, to yeah, say I right. move the ball. But oh, just it's hard to watch these quarterbacks when they're no good. Um, all right, I've got nothing for you this game. I just think <laughs> I think Ridley was gonna have to be the main target, like in you know, in a in, from a reception point of view, and just to but he's playing the he's playing the Browns. So it is could be ugly. I, I don't know what I like. You know what I like? I probably like the Browns defense, but last week they got smoked. So how do you know? Mate, I'm I'm totally with you. I think it's going to be an ugly defensive, or probably not even defensive, just a poor quarterback play contest. So you're looking at anything, you're looking at one of the defenses. And as you said, Calvin Ridley or maybe Evan Ingram probably needs more targets than what they may usually get. From a win point of view, uh, I think Brown's defense will get him over the line in Cleveland as well. Yeah, right. Let's fly through. Panthers playing the Saints. I'll keep this short and sharp. I like nothing but this, the Saints to win. I've had a gut full of the Panthers. 
I don't even know what they're doing. Like, you got the number one quarterback, right? You put up six <laughs> many. This is his last four, five weeks of fantasy, right? Not that fantasy is a reflection, but it kind of is. Yeah, Three it is. points, nine points, two points, seven points, six points. Oh, he's, my God. He has, he's thrown one touchdown in the last four weeks. He's thrown two picks in the last four weeks. So he's not even throwing the ball anywhere. And he hasn't gone over 195 yards in the last five weeks. What are we doing? Like, why can't we just let him sling the ball? I don't understand. They get it. So they're one and 11. They've got no draft capital. They've lost their no. kick. There's nothing to lose here. They don't show any life. They, mm. their, their wide receiver game can't get any split. I just like DJ Chark. I've seen him run the ball up the sidelines and you can throw him a deep ball, but it's like Thielen's the only guy that he throws it to. And even last week, he only had, I thought he was a good thing last week. He had 25 yards mm. um, against Tampa Bay, who's got, you know, as I said, great run D. So I thought that he would get going. Anyway, enough about them. But I just hope, for God's sake, can they just let him loose? Let him just ping the ball around. And the Saints just showed you that the, the, the Lions let him do it to him. So, but anyway, oh, this one's a pretty easy game, mate. <laughs> oh, Saints will go off. And you know what will happen? That Juwan Johnson will probably explode. I've <laughs> launched him to waivers as quick as you can do it, I'll tell you. <laughs> mate, I have nothing for you either. The other thing I can... Almost guarantees. I reckon Taysom Hill's going to score a touchdown because that bloke he, scores touchdowns that way. I think he's um, oh. questionable. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I'll jump on the Juwan Johnson bandwagon for you as well. <laughs> oh, mate, I'll take, they'll, they'll put Foster Moreau in. I'll give, him, I'll give you the tip. Look, Foster Moreau <laughs> come in after him and he had two catches for 28 yards. I'm telling you, he if Juwan Johnson just caught the first ball, he would have been laughing. Oh, <sighs> me. Anyway, Saints have to win that. If they lose they, that, they'll win. I'd be gobsmacked. No, they'll um, win. Righto. Texans seven and five. Taking is that right? Yes. Texans seven and five taking <laughs> on the Jets four and eight. That's right, because it was Atlanta last week. Big game this one. Sat again, another injury. Tank Dell, fractured leg, I think it was. It's just terrible on the goal line. Just got it caught underneath one of the big boys, which is just he is having such a great season. What that tells me is it's going to be it's Noah Brown who's questionable again with his knee, but this this now means I reckon Robbie Woods or Nico Collins will just start to go bananas with CJ Stroud. Can the Jets contain Stroud? Now this is if Stroud can throw three hundred against this Jets defense, oh, he is a superstar, and Real we're deal. going to be looking at him for year, fifteen plus years, and we're going to we need more of him in the league. I can't see yeah. them losing this game, but you know Zach Wilson's back in the hot spot, hot seat. Sorry, I reckon if there's a feel good moment, I just want Zach Wilson to do well this week. So I might just tip the Jets. I might tip him for two hundred pass yards and <laughs> pray, pray that they can get the win for him because I felt that bad about. Like I just feel that bad that he hasn't had. He's just been copping it for no reason. You know that offensive line's horrific, and the coach has shafted him, and now he's. Back in the uh, now he's back in a good spot. What do you think? Yeah, well, you know what, I, I do wish that as well for him. Um, the the amount of uh, cop, uh, the yeah, the flack that he's been copping is absolutely ridiculous. But I, mate, mate, I am on the Houston Texans bandwagon. I think they are right up there as the most exciting team to watch in the NFL at the moment. I love the fact that CJ Stroud has the license to sling the ball around. I reckon Bryce Young is very envious of that. Um, and yeah, I've just loved everything about this offense so far. I love 
Nico Collins, who I think has been one of the most underrated players all season. Um, and I think he's due for another big game. And I, and I know the Jets have a great, as you said, if he goes for 200, 300 CJ Stroud, he's the real deal because the Jets passing defense is unbelievable. But the from just watching the way that they go about it and the way CJ Stroud has the license, mate, every single week you just expect big numbers from the wide receivers and big numbers from CJ Stroud. So I'm going to keep riding that. And I'm going to say he gets it done against this uh, very tough Jets defense. And I'm... I'm all in, all on the bandwagon of the Texans. Well said, mate. You're right on Nico Collins. We don't give him enough pride. Like he's at the last three weeks, 65 yards, 104, and 191, and like he and he's caught a touchdown in three of his last four games. He's flying, mate. He's flying. Joe Watson's giving fancy here. I see. He's, obviously, Job season's over. His team's really flying late. I'm glad. Joe. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure you boys are glad that he's not uh, he's not in the finals, and all of a sudden I've got to play him this week. How good's that? The, the, the one team <laughs> that plays the team absolutely flying. It's four and nine or whatever it is. Yeah, boys. But um, man, one player I've been really flat with this year. It's Brees Hall. He's done yep. very little. I, look, he's come back off that injury this year. Um, their 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 O line's no good, but. 13 carries for 16 yards last week, 1.23 yards per carry. You just can't trust him. I think he's a bit questionable as well here on the list with an ankle. Dalvin Cook looked all right last week. Um, and so he should. He'd be fresh as a daisy. He's done nothing, <laughs> done nothing for 13 weeks, old Dalvin. Mate, I'm um the only, the only uh the, this is a little aces exclusive, but Alan Lazard, um the invisible return from the benching last week. He did not get a catch. And remember how he's he got benched for a couple of weeks? Yep. I, wonder, I wonder if there's a bit of, you know, now that Zach's back, I'd imagine Aaron Rodgers might have a say in the playbook because I reckon Aaron Rodgers loves him and puts him, you know, would have a bit more to say. And I, and I reckon, I wonder if they draw up a couple of plays with Lazard. I just think, Keith, this is a, this is a very, like, bit of a smoky, but... I just wonder, because a lot of attention will go to Garrett Wilson. Anyway, I'm talking about this game for way too long. I've got no <laughs> idea what's going to happen. I just hope Zach Wilson does well. And if Stroud gets 300 yards, oh, he he's going to be – I mean, he already is, but that means that he's a freak. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to tip um, – um, you know what? I'm going to tip the Jets in just one of these emotional games. So just not, as I said, that wouldn't be putting money on it. But I just think there's a chance here the Jets can, their defense and Zach can get going and show us some life. But yeah, only because Tank Dale's out and there's a few questionables on the other side of the ball. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to the Texans, mate. I'll, I'll, as I said, riding the bandwagon. Um, Vikings six and six taking on the Raiders. Dobbs is named. The Raiders are five and seven. This one's the first game uh, on the eight of, uh, on the second slate, so eight oh five Eastern Standard Time for us in Melbourne. Vikings last game, Dobbs was horrific. He was that bad. Ever. He had four picks, one touchdown, one hundred and eighty five yards. I don't know here. I, I actually like the Raiders. I reckon what they've done in the last month's been good. With Dobbs underneath, unless he has a really good game, the only reason I might tip them is because. Justin Jefferson will play Sunday. So maybe maybe that's enough for me to say the Vikings are back. But this will be a cracking game. What do you think is going to happen here? Tommy boy, music to my ears. Justin Jefferson is back. Uh, people who have been following our Osmerican Aces League 
Josh and I took him with our pick number one, and we have sorely, sorely missed him. So, mates, do not care about the result. As long as he goes for, you know, 150 yards, hopefully as a touchdown, we be unbelievable. But I'm just pumped to actually see him back on the field. Uh, to give you a simple answer, I reckon it's going to be an, an offensive uh, game where it's going to be high scoring. And purely because JJ's back and Dom's played poorly last week, I'm going to jump on the Vikings. I reckon the Vikings will win. Mate, Justin Jefferson is back, and that's what's going to go in the show notes. That is that is <laughs> huge for NFL. He had first four games, 150, 159, 149, and 85, and he had a touchdown in his last two games, then injured, and we haven't seen him since week five. Like, how good's this? Mm. Week 14, his line's like 70 and a half. Is he going to – that is – that is a bit scary for fantasy owners. They might be just, they might be slowly bringing him back through, mate. You might not want him. He might be, he might be ready to fire come the, the end of the season. They're six and six. They need to win. So, um, let's just quickly talk about the other team. I've got two players I want to look at. Josh Jacobs. He's had a great month. His last four games has had ninety eight and two, one hundred and sixteen, um, and rushing yards, no touchdown, thirty nine against Miami, which is poor. But then the last game against the Chiefs, one hundred and ten and a tutty against the flow of it as well. That was uh, all early. Minnesota's a good, got good run day. So I'm kind of look, looking all um, all out on Devontae Adams. If DJ Moore can go for 114 uh, with Justin Fields, I don't see why they can't go there. So I think D Adams is where I'm going to be looking. And I, I like, man, I reckon I reckon they can get the chocolates. Uh, I feel oh, far out. This game's hard, man. You know, very I'm hard. I'm going to pick the Raiders just because it's at home. I just think, you know, the emotion of JJ coming back, is it a distraction? Dobbs' confidence will be on the floor. I reckon we might have a Raiders uh, by – I'll take them at the line. They might be plus, but, yeah, I reckon I reckon uh, Raiders for me, mate. Just, just – but it should be a good game. Just should be a cracker. Looking forward to it. It will be. It'll be a cracker, right, Let's mate. keep Looking lying forward. through. Geez, the games later good. If you're listening to this, all those games we mentioned earlier, they're – these late games are crackers. Seahawks <laughs> 6 and 6 Taking on the 49ers, nine and three. Let's not forget the 49ers are the hottest team in the game. Yes, they are. What De- wait, what Debo did last week to the Eagles? He talked the talk. He was and then <laughs> ducked it up. Man, he was spraying them saying they're all trash. Then he came out and put up 116 receiving yards with two touchdowns off just four catches. And he did a rushing, he had three rushes, uh, rushing attempts for 22 yards and a tutty, three tutties on his own back, scoring more than their own team. He is a beast. Mate, their their offense is just incredible. You look anywhere and everywhere, you've got Ayuk, Samuel, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey. You mentioned Debo, as you said, um, with his rushing ability and his catching ability and, and run after catch. Just incredible. And yeah, Brock Purdy's play. Obviously, there's been talk recently about could he win the MVPs. I think he actually is the favourite now for the MVP. Yeah. Um, for what for what it's worth, and and rightfully so because he's just incredible. There, you know, if this game was three weeks ago, I would have thought it'd be a, Seahawks would be a chance because they've been playing um, pretty well. The last three weeks have been pretty poor, so I actually think 49ers are going to absolutely smash him. I mean, they smashed. Philly last week, they're coming up against Seahawks this week, who I think obviously are nowhere near the caliber of Philly. I just think the way that the 49ers are playing, I can see another blowout here. Yeah. 
The one player that I'll, that Metcalf, we've got to give him a pump up. I mean, Benny oh, Graham's got him in fantasy. Poor Rory Atkins. He's done nothing all year. And I think Benny Graham's got um, Metcalf and Debo Samuel. I think they put up about 80 between them. He went for 134, three touchdowns last week against Dallas. That's unbelievable. But they played San Fran the week before and he had this, he had more targets, nine targets, but three catches and 32 yards and no touchdowns. So, I feel like I'm staying away from Metcalf. Um, mate, this is all about Ayuk for me. He's had four touchdowns in a row. And with Debo and McCaffrey, I feel like he just can't stop him. And Kittle can block and he can come out and, you know, if you need a target there. But I reckon it's just Ayuk, Debo, C-Mac. And if you really want to get cheeky with it, you can take Kittle. But I feel like he doesn't even need – like, they don't even – they only look for Kittle if they if they if it's tight. When it's everything's going well, they just run these jet sweeps and they just like Ayuk's a really good receiver. And he's last. Mm. He's, you don't need to take him for yards. He's just a bit of a touchdown dependent. Now I, I, I kind of really like his matchup this week. He's in the green. Seattle's got good rece- They got good. They've got good corners. But let's remind people last week that Dak Prescott was throwing the ball to Cooks. Lamb, like they all got touchdowns, you know. I think even yeah. uh, one of the other boys, I can't remember his name, but um, oh, it starts with T. Gallup, oh, maybe I think it might have been Michael Gallup. Oh, nah, Gallup didn't get it. It was um, the quick uh, kick returner. Uh, it'll come oh, to Tolbert, Tolbert, yeah, Jalen, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think he got one. I'm just getting it up now. Um, he did, he did, got towards the end. Oh, I was thinking it's Turpin, but it was told. But yeah, so like another wide receiver. And then Ferguson got one as well, mate. They, Dak Prescott's week last week, he threw three touchdowns for 299 yards. It was it was incredible. And, and Gino was really impressive as well. But I, I um I just think that if they can do that to them, so can so can San Fran, if not do it better. So you know <laughs> what? Just that is the game to be watching. Um so looking forward to that one. Niners for mine, they'll go 10 and 3. Bills 6 and 6, taking on the Chiefs 8 and 4. Pacheco out. Pacheco massive out. Out. Massive after a huge game. Um, what's it says he's got a sore shoulder. Yeah, maybe shoulder. That's why, maybe that's why he threw that punch and cost him the game. Like, um, <laughs> well, that and MVS being uh, maybe the no flag. Mate, let's fly through these because we're going, but these games are crackers. I actually like the Bills. I'm going to put it out there. I think the Bills can upset them. There's some great history here. I think the Chiefs are really struggling. I've said it all year. I actually sent my mates a stat the other day, um, and, and I've got it right here. So the Chiefs games with 21 or fewer points, 2018, 0, 2019, 1, 2020, 2, 2021, 5, 2022, 3, 2023, seven, seven games with 21. And we're only in the week 14, mate. I'm telling you, I've been saying this, they're struggling hard on offense and their defense is good. But when they're out there all the time, how do you win games? If if Jordan Love can do what they did last week, I I don't see why Josh Allen can't do it. He's playing unbelievable. Yes, he is. They've got the new offensive coordinator. He's been so good. So this is, I'm going to tip the Bills. I'm going to be tipping the Bills. I know it's hard to win down there, but I've seen him do it in playoffs where he got, you know, got done by the uh, you know, the stiffest, sure. greatest games of all time. I feel <laughs> like there's a bit of history here. And this game's massive for the Bills. If they win, they might be still in the hunt. So what do you think? No, nah, mate, I, you're, you're reading my mind right now. I think purely because 
the way the Bills have been playing has still been okay. Josh Allen's quarterback play has been incredible. There is a time, there is just time where it has to click. Their season's on the line. They have to win. They know that. Another big primetime game. They, yeah, I, I just, my feeling is they know that they need to win and they will get the job done. I just think they'll be too good. I think they'll have a big, uh, obviously, Josh Allen will be great in the air. I think Stefan Diggs and um, Gabe Davis should be in for pretty big games. I, I'm excited about uh, the quarterback matchup, as we've touched on. I think Josh Allen's been incredible. So, yeah, I'm. Um, I think the Bills, mate. I think the Bills as well. Yeah, and Jared McKinnon's cleared to play, so Mahomes will have that check down back because I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, Edward, yeah, Edward there Blair too. is kind of a catching back. He he moves like a bit of a Mack truck, to be honest. <laughs> um, he hasn't done much. They probably wasted a bit of draft capital on that running back, yes, but they did. Uh, he, you know, he hasn't really had a good go at it. So this might be a week, but yeah, mate. I hope I hope it's points. But so I think Stephon Diggs' game, I think he has to stamp himself here and he gets the – Gabe Davis got 12 targets last game on, against the Eagles versus Stephon Diggs only got the – oh, sorry, he had 11. So it, it's kind of Diggs and Davis. It's just slinging it up there. And what, when you see what Watson um, and, the and the you know, that Green Bay room did to the Chiefs last week, the Chiefs had a heap of injuries. Do you remember how many injuries they got last week? Like four on defense. I reckon yeah. this, is a, this is a good slot for the Bills. Um, can't wait for that one. Mahomes might do some Mahomes magic. Who knows? Kelsey's still there. You can't go past them. But yeah, Bills from on. Righto. Four games to go. Let's fly. Broncos, Chargers. Six and six Broncos. Chargers, five and seven. Chargers have been horrific. Broncos, <laughs> hard to watch. I'm going to keep this really short and sharp. I think this game here is pretty simple. And I'm going to tip the Chargers in a stinker. It'll just be low scoring mud. What do you think? Mate, I think it's going to be a stinker as well, but I'm going the Broncos. I think the Broncos will be will beat them. Chargers have been playing horrendous all year. Yeah, I can't even talk about anyone except for how disappointed <laughs> I am with Eckler, but he gets a good match up on the ground. Keenan Allen will be in the you know in the slot. You'd think against a tough secondary, even though Nico Collins went bananas last week. Yep, moving on. I don't know. I never know what to do with the Broncos. They sling the ball to every man. His dog and Russell Wilson somehow gets the chocolates. They're uh, they're 500, which is pretty important. Let's go to the one of the biggest games, the prime time Sunday night football, which is Monday 12:20 for us. The Eagles taking on the Cowboys. Let's fucking go. This is the. I will be. I won't even be watching those late games uh, if this, you know, <laughs> going on. I'll just be doing my prep for this one because this traditionally I don't have it in front of me, but has been 50 plus points. I think every time they've played, this has. Everything we want. Can Dak Prescott show the world that he is the MVP? Can Jalen Hurts shut up all the haters after a flogging at home? And what people, I need to remind people just so they don't forget this, but they played three games in 12 days or something, the Eagles. Yeah, uh, that's right. They've had like a 10 day break. So they get to watch more film. Um, I'm not defending them. I think San Fran are the firm favorites in this whole league by a mile. But I reckon the Eagles were a little bit just, I don't know, they were a little bit off. And I reckon this is a perfect slot to say, hey, we aren't going anywhere and we are still the big dogs. And being 10 and 2, this is a massive game. And Cowboys 9 and 3, like this is huge because that number one seed's up for grabs. I, my best bet of the week, I've already said it, I think is Zach Moss touchdown. My second best, I think, is AJ Brown touchdown. I reckon he'll get that mm-hmm. point up and when Metcalf can put up three 
I reckon he can put up a couple as well. But I just hate one because he cost me last week with a tutty. I took the tutty, not the yards. But I'm going AJ Brown tutty, and I'll talk to you about who I think is going to win later. What do you think? Mate, this is easily, easily uh, the best game of not only the round, but I think the year. I think this is probably the most highly anticipated game that we're, we're going to have for a while. Um, I love, yeah, I, mate, where do I begin? I I love that there's so much on the line for both sides. There's, there's talk about Dak, as you said. There's talk about Jalen Hurts, who's better, this and that. Can Dak play well against good teams? Because, you know, historically, he hasn't played that well against good teams. And, you know, there's no bigger challenge than a Philadelphia Eagles Jalen Hurts. So I cannot wait for it. I think, I think um, from a player point of view, a massive in on offense is Dallas Godert. Dallas Godert is officially returning this week, who's obviously been out with a broken arm, I think it was, three, three or so weeks ago. So I think, because watching Philly really closely, Dallas Godert is one of Jalen Hurts' favorite targets. I'd almost say he's, I'd go AJ Brown, Dallas Godert, then Devontae Smith. And, yeah, I feel like he adds a different dynamic. He obviously is a great um, blocking tight end, but he clearly gets on routes and, and has good yards after catch. So if there's a line for Godert, I think get over it. It'd probably be 30 or so, whatever it may be, because it's his first game back. I reckon that's a uh, that'll be one of my best bets for the week. But yeah, I'm so excited for it. Who I think is going to win? Um, oh, The fact that it's in Dallas scares me a little bit, but I just think Philly... After last week's performance, they're going to want to lick their wounds. And as you said, you had a good break there. They would have studied the film, really looked closely on how the Cowboys want to play, how they want to defend. I just think Philly will get it done. I think Jalen Hurts will, um, you know, cement his spot in the MVP race. And, um, yeah, it'll be a cracking game for what it's worth as well. But I'm going Philly. Love it. I, uh, I did see Bosa saying, I hope they look at the, you know, the film and watch – what we did to Jalen Hurts because we kind of put the footprint, you know, in front of them, which mm. which made me kind of smile saying that's interesting considering that those three teams all kind of hate each other. Um, I'm going to tip the Cowboys. I love the Cowboys. I love it. I always I love, love it. the Cowboys. I, that makes me really angry because I really like him and he just plays <laughs> really average against the, the Eagles when I need him to play well. Uh, this game, oh, this is a bit of a legacy game for mine. If he can play really well, and stamp himself. This 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 will be a huge one in the in the uh, MVP race, mate. I I, I honestly Definitely. believe if he can put up three or four tutties and three hundred and get the chocolates against the Eagles here. I think he'll be a firm favourite. I know Purdy's there, but I reckon Dax had a really big season since about week five. Like just on the back of his shoulders, slinging that ball around, and you know, let me just go through his since week eight. So just just to give everyone listening a little insight here. From week one to week six, he had two, one, four, six. He had six touchdowns, right? Passing. Mm-hmm. Then he had a bye, and it's like they changed the game plan. Since the bye, he's had 300 passing yards pretty much in every game bar one against Carolina because they were smoking them. He's had four touchdown passes, three, four, two, four, three in all those games. So since week eight to 13. So his numbers are through the roof. And I think if he puts three or four up against the Eagles here and gets the win, it's it's massive. I'm tipping them. I like Cooks as the matchup. I always like the wide receiver too. I don't know why. I just feel like the one gets a lot of attention, um, <laughs> which is CD Lamb. But, yeah, mate, I can't wait. I just, yeah, but I just can't wait. And as I said, AJ Brown, <laughs> one of my best bets. I think it should be 30 to 33 either way. But, yeah. Could be. I, 
Dak can get up. I want to see the Dallas Cowboys in that Super Bowl because uh, I'm going and I want to see it just a sky <laughs> blue and purple. Um, righto. Two games to go. These are 12-15 on our Tuesday here in, uh, you know, Monday Night Football in America. We get two games. One, one yes, you know, one of my favourite teams to watch the Dolphins. Titans playing the Dolphins at home. Uh, mate, you'd think the Dolphins being 9-3 and three and the Titans 4-8. and eight. This could be a 30-plus win. This is looking very good. I think Derrick Henry might be um, questionable, mate, with a, uh, I don't know. Cushion, I think, maybe. Doesn't say anything at the moment, but he did go off last week. A-Chain, he has been very good. Um, I think he's the man now. I, I think most of it might be taking a back seat. He had two touchdowns last week, A-Chain. I get a bit mm. nervy about players off the thing, off the bar, um, off the injury. But all my attention turns to our Rory Atkins, Osmerican Aces, uh, you know, prop bet before the year. Most receiving yards. He's 299 clear. I don't know why it says that he's questionable with an ankle, but it just says he returned to practice on Friday. He'll be fine. They're just freshening him up. Uh, mate, this is all about the this is all about the uh, cheater for mine. I reckon he could go 200 against this Titans this Titans uh, secondary. What do you think? Yeah, mate, it's a uh, it's very hard for me uh, being a Titans man. I um I uh, I've been proud of the last two weeks and a couple of last performances they've put in the Titans. Derek Henry, my boys, had a couple uh, big games the last two weeks, but I uh, I agree with you, mate. I genuinely think it's going to be a blowout. I think Derrick Henry is going to be very irrelevant from maybe the five-minute mark of the first quarter. I think Tyreek Hill, as you said, is probably going to go for 150-plus yards. I think Tua Tungavalo is going to sling the ball around because if anyone watches Tennessee Titans football, it's me, and we probably have the worst secondary in the NFL. So expect a massive pass-yards game, a massive receiving-yard game, and I think Miami will absolutely smash the Titans, which uh, I don't like saying, but, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a whitewash, I reckon. Yeah, it is. And then we got the last game, Packers 6-6, six and six, taking on the Giants 4-8. and eight. Tommy DeVito, he's been soaking up the press. I've seen him doing, <laughs> buddy, he's been doing podcasts with these Italians talking about his favourite food. He's uh, <laughs> He's been everywhere. And then you get Jordan Love off that impressive performance. Now we're talking about his stats and comparing them to Aaron Rodgers. And I think they're now better than Aaron Rodgers at the same time, which is pretty cool. Uh, we saw Watson do a oh well he has to be out. That looked like a bad hammy. I mean, yes, he did. But they're saying he's questionable. There's no way he'll play. If he does play, I'll be taking the unders all day of the week. Um, <laughs> the player that I I picked up off waivers, which is a sneaky one, is this is Wicks. I reckon Wixie goes alright, and he might you know thirty nine percent. Um, he's never had more than forty you know percent game time since week four, but he's starting to really emerge as a rookie wide receiver. Um, Dobbs is good with a couple of catches and Reed goes all right. Mate, they're um I can't see I can't really see the, the, the Giants winning this game. What do you think? Oh mate, there's not really much to look at this game. The only thing I want to mention is a quick shout out to my great mate, one of your mates, I believe, Tommy Liberatore. He loves his boy uh Tommy DeVito. Um quick little shout out there, but uh, there's not much. Oh, I think, you know, the Giants uh, have been playing a lot better than they have the last couple of weeks. I think they're a little bit more comfortable with DeVito as their quarterback. The only one I ever really, really like getting on in the Giants is Saquon Barkley. I know Green Bay's defense hasn't been overly good yet. They've won their last couple of games, which hasn't been. Yeah, so it's a, it's a hard one. I don't know. I think I just think the Giants are the Giants. Um, you know, they've... 
they're, they're set at their quarterback. They're, oh. Actually, you know what? You know what, Tommy? I'm changing my mind. I think I'm going Green Bay. Going Green Bay. I reckon Aaron Jones, I think he's returning this week, maybe this week, who has had yeah, one good game all funny, year. Yeah. One good game all year. And I think he, if they want to obviously – you know, make the playoffs. He needs he, – they need him. They really, really need Aaron Jones because he adds that dynamic back. AJ Dillon's the workhorse back who's the bruising back. Aaron Jones is the pass catching, the one that, you know, yards after catch, yards after carry. I think if he plays, he's due for a big game. So I'll change my mind about three times there, but I think uh, – I do think Green Bay Packers. Mate, I'm with you. Packers win. He's missed the December. Hasn't lost the game, the cocker, the coach. Uh, <laughs> so I think – he will go zero and seventeen. Sorry, seventeen and zero is uh is what will happen. I think after this week, um, mate, that's the round done. What a round of footy we've got. As always, um, we'll put up our specials ads. I want you to send me. I think me and Rad have been getting a bit carried away lately with these multi. <laughs> send me four certainties, not fucking six. Right. We've been right, a bit mate. of a, you know get the old fella out and swing it around type job. I think. <laughs> Trying to get these massive multis going. Look, we're happy with $20 pops, but the 50s and 40s are just crazy. But again, when we put our tips up, um, we're saying to people, take them individually. So, you know, if you've got four $2 pops there, put them in, whatever it is, send your specials across ads. Um, I've already written down some notes. Just to review what I like, I like London for 50 yards, Mitchell for receiving yards, Fields over rushing was your one, Monty for a tutty. Moss for a tutty or yards. Devontae Adams to get 60 or 70 yards. Bills can win on an upset. AJ Brown tutty in the same slot as Metcalf last week. And A-Chain to run around the goal line and just finish Tyree Kill's work. And our main thing this week is Justin Jefferson is back. <laughs> yes, he is. And can Dak Prescott stand up against the Eagles? We will t- we'll be able to tell you next week. That's all I've got for you on the American Aces NFL podcast. Ads, as always, if anyone else out there wants to get themselves a Christmas present, we have our Rick's Eyewear discount code ACES. You head online, you grab a pair of Rixies, use the discount code ACES at rickseyewear.com.au. Uh, you'll get 20% off and free express shipping. There's a few sunnies there. We've got some new ones that just dropped, the Malibus. Um, girls, guys, you name it, they're for everyone. Get online, use them. That's our special code for all you ACES every single day of the year. Adzi, I can't thank you enough for your time, brother. I really appreciate it. Um, we might have to get all three of us on next year so that uh, we don't have to kick one off and bring one <laughs> on. Um, but, mate, thank you. And uh, I'll chat to you tomorrow and get your specials and we'll put them up on Instagram for everyone that's listening. Anytime, brother. Anytime you want me, you know I'll be there. I know that, mate. You're a good man. Have a great weekend, mate, and I'll uh, I'll chat to you soon. Yeah, you too, mate. Have a good one. See you, bye.